Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? This is Jennifer Sweet, and we've been looking at the Major Arcana, which is the cards that go from the full zero or a circle, and go all the way down to ten Malkut, which uh, down there we have the World or the Universe card number path number thirty-two. So today, as I had promised you, we looked at strength the last time between five and four, between Geborah and Chesed, between judgment and mercy, and how the woman with infinite mind was over the top of a, of a roaring beast, and she had control of this beast and the fire that the beast possessed. And the lion was like laughing because in joy this woman had taken control of this savage animal who typically would destroy a person such as herself. And that was path 19. Now we're on path number 20 between Teferit and Chesed, between beauty and mercy. Number six, which is Teferit or beauty. Number four, which is mercy on the tree of life. And we're using the tree of life because the, as I had told you before, each one of the major emanations, if you're looking at number six and number four, as in this example with the hermit in between, it's like a light or a city. Imagine each like Teferit, number six is a city. Number four, Chesed Mercy is a city. And the path from city to city, the road, if you will, the highway, is going to be the path. And in this case, in the path is uh, for Hermit is number 20. And the card number is 9. So um, it has a 1 with an X. X is 10, and then the 1 before it is uh, the number 9. Now, number 9 is a very awesome number, and Aleister Crowley speaks about that number uh, in his book, 777. And um, that book, um, I got it in my hands here, go, does such a great job at explaining all of the numbers. And as you take a look at this book, he um, talks about <clears throat> each one of the paths. He talks about each one of the numbers. And then he goes into uh, kind of in the equinox, it's called, he goes into a description of the numbers. And number nine, um, he says it's most evil because of its stability. Uh, witchcraft, the false moon of the sorceress. And, you know, there's a dark side of, of magic. There is a dark side, a difficult side, if you will, to the, uh, her the hermit and the solitude that is there. And a lot of times, you know, I hear people, they're solitary witches, they're, they're having to practice all by themselves because there is no one else um, around. And um, they need help, you know, they need uh, guidance like I'm giving you here on this uh, podcast. But there's a time, <clears throat> excuse me, also when you want to become a hermit. It's not that you're in solitude or that you're in a seclusion um, because you're a solitary witch and there's nobody else around, okay? That's, that's one state. You could be a hermit of sorts that way. But then this is a choice. Um, there is wisdom in silence. And silence has so much to teach us. 
you know, here in the imagery, we have this man with a hood. Um, and the hood, a lot of times with this robe, and it being black, black is a neutral color. And you'll see a lot of priestesses, priests, and others who will wear a black robe, a black hood, they'll use a black cauldron, they'll use the color black because it is neutral. And it is not in opposition to uh, other colors. And you're not only going in, um, you're kind of in seclusion. You're, you're in that black solitude, the darkness. And you're in that place where kind of like Job and other people that you've read about and other mystical people, the Buddha and others who had had to, they just went to a place of silence, solitude, aloneness. And you'll get to that place in your struggle. You'll get to that place in your journey and your fight for self. And you'll realize the more that you go, that there's this conflict inside, this war, if you will, that fights your will. And you want to be spiritual, but yet the physical and the failings of yourself even and your own limitations are at odds with your spirit who is unlimited and as you quest and move forward um when the power of the high priestess let's say uh path number 13 and you're going in this power and you've chosen rightly and have this unity as in the lover's card and you're an emperor and an empress and you've taken that chariot to above and you become a hierophant where you understand between law and liberty and you've become strong. What happens is, is you realize the difference between the one side of you and the other. And there's a great conflict which takes place. And sometimes there are so many voices that are around us that you need to become that hermit. You need to become that person who slowly walks and contemplates alone in silence before them and the above, you know, between yourself here below or in your ascension above. It, you know, there's a lot of mysteries and there are a lot of secrets, hence the word arcana. And you have these mysteries and secrets of which, you know, as you learn more and more, there are things that are secret and mystical, not because no one can know, but because they're so special and important that in solitude and in silence you profess and you are a light and you would think well the more I speak the more I, I I'm outward about it the more people will listen and no what you'll find sometimes and there'll be this moment right you're sitting there and, and like you've really worked hard and, and you've taken months and years and you're, and you're at this point where you know you just figure out that not everybody's happy that you're spiritual not everyone is thrilled with the fact that you are doing these mystical things you know oh my god she's a witch oh my god did you know what they do in secret oh did you see that pentagram in their house you know that kind of thing and you get this um place you know this attitude to where people who are not at that same place even spiritual people that you know you walk into this mystical shop you know let's say downtown or something and all of a sudden you know that what they used to think when you were just a a nobody <laughs> 
you know, spiritually. You walked in there and like, oh, crystals, oh, and oh, these books, and oh, and you were like all, you know, dreamy about stuff. They were like, oh, let me show you this, and oh my God, you would love this, and you're like all excited. They're excited. Everybody's happy, loving flowers, you know, all this stuff. And then something really weird happens that, and it's not weird that is bad. It's weird that it's it's typical, it's normal, and don't be alarmed by it. You're going to get this place where you become a hermit, where you become different. And I don't mean arrogantly. I mean in a humble way. You know what I mean? Like you look at yourself, your walk, and, and your, your, as you're living the tree of life and the emanations, and as, you know, the above is sending you these rays, and you become a channel, you know, you send the ray back up in the same amount that gets sent back to you initially, and these channels and these rays and these lights just start shining through you, and you're holding your lantern. See the lantern that he holds with the star of intuition and and and, and enlightenment. He has it inside of this lamp, and he, he holds it up for those that are in the darkness and can't see, but he also holds it for himself as he makes this solitary journey with his head bowed in humility and this staff which is going to the ground and in the power of the father the mother the son the daughter in in 26 and in the power of the tetragrammaton or the yud he vav he that unpronounceable wonderful above that that mighty name and, and source and letters that seal the universe in six ways and 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 you're in that power and you're walking in the mystical you're going to find that people kind of separate from you and you think i don't think i'm being too severe i I don't think i'm being judgmental or anything i'm not being too merciful i i don't think i'm you know fire and fury everywhere and that there's no mercy i i think i've i've handled the lovers card appropriately and the high priestess is showing me things and I'm growing and my meditation is like magical and wonderful and now I'm doing path working and I'm going to different places and so I'm doing all this stuff but it seems like people who are even spiritual now they're like you know they're crowing against you and and all of this stuff and I've had that happen to me I walked into a spiritual shop and I wanted to you know um I was like so excited to be at this place like I told you you know and I was walking and growing and like it was awesome and then all of a sudden like I'm talking to this high priestess woman and <laughs> she's like I want to see every book that you ever written I want a list and I want to see your your book of shadows and I want to read everything that you've been learning before you could be part of this coven you know and she's doing all this stuff and I'm like who the heck are you you know like I'm like you know f off you know I was just like man what are you like like you're the authority already you know the alarm bells were going off and everything and then I'm standing there talking to this person and um, all of a sudden, like, all the people in the shop are going, gah, 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 and they're making all these, like, crow noises and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, and they were, they had this language, you know, that sometimes a coven has this interplay between one another that you get. And I just got this, like, really shitty vibe off these people. And I was like, man, 
you know, if you're going to be a bunch of cawing crows, bickering and and then demanding and taking control of my thelema, taking control of my will, you know, screw you. I'm just not going to let that happen because I'm at that place of strength. And when I see that roaring lion roar, I'm just like, man, you don't know who you're dealing with right here. You know, you do not know who you're screwing with. And I'm like, how dare you set yourself up as some kind of authority over my thelema and over my will and over my walk and act as if because you got this spiritual shop, who the heck cares? Like somehow, you know, you're the wherewithal in the community. Screw that. I mean, screw that. No one should be cawing at you and crowing at you and and being judgmental and some high priestess acting like she's the goddess and she has this spiritual name and all this stuff of which really if you know anything your magical name you keep to yourself because you don't want anybody throwing a curse at you and and that magical name you use alone in the spiritual realm right so here she's throwing around the name she's boasting about all this and this and I'm just like, man, this is not it. And so it was a downer, you know, at first. It really was. And I thought, oh, hell, I just wanted to be part of a group. And they were like con at me and rejected me as if I was some kind of, I don't know. I don't know what. I still don't know what. And and so, see, when those flags go off, just just walk away. Become the hermit. Walk away. No when it is to be wise with your spirituality there are certain people you just don't need to be hanging with you know what i'm saying there's just this dark side of which people just are hateful and you just got to know that that there's too much fire where's the water or there's too much water it's all fairies and and crystals and shit and and it's like where's the fire Where's the where you know where's the black magic along with the white magic or where is the white magic with the black? You know what I mean? It's kind of like one or the other and people kind of go to extremes, but we've learned from the tarot, right? That it's a balance between the two. It's not one or the other. And I dig like, you know, you got to be like secret and have mysteries and you know what I mean? Like you got to protect yourself. <clears throat> I'm all for that, you know? I totally dig that. I get it. But if there's somebody who's spiritual and growing and like is super cool and everything, you know what I mean? Like, why do you set yourself up as if you are some kind of authority? Donald M. Craig talks about, and so does Aleister Crowley, so do so many other people who are in the know. They know that there is no room for authoritarianism within magic understand that my friend understand that i am not your authority i am not speaking as a person who rules over anything i rule over my own life i have my own kingdom i have my own path that i am going on my journey and i'm responsible to be that hermit when i need to be i need to uh you know shine the light and people who are looking for the light it's interesting how you'll get people gravitate to you that are also in communion with light and dark, with, with, with the positive and negative energy. They are in balance. And they don't just stay on the fantasy, um, mystical, like, 
how do I say it? Like in the movies, you know what I mean? Like there's some people who think that's what magic is and they're kind of like all fairy tales and stuff. And then there are other people who, you know, they're like um, on the dark side completely and they want to like drink blood and kill everybody. And you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. You know, there's like 11, 22 and 33. There is like the Mem and the Sheen. There is the uh, Aleph, which rules above that unity. There's the three, one, four, one and five. There is the pentagram and the hexagram. There is the positive and negative energies and flows. There's white and black magic. There's a balance that has to be had. And you know how it is with some people. They make a religion in this stuff. I did. I did. I was guilty of it. I swear to God I was. I repented of it. <laughs> Strange word, right? So, uh, like, I've changed. I'm not that way. Not anymore. I'm not. And I, I regret that I was like that. Because I alienated people. And I was like, you know how am I supposed to be a light? How am I supposed to be that hermit with a light in my hand and my lantern? How am I supposed to do that if all I'm doing is beating people with the staff that I have in my hand as a hermit? You know what I mean? Like you could use the staff to protect yourself and then you could also use the staff to walk as the hermit is walking. It's a, it's a, it's a instrument of protection as well as stability. Okay, so we just have to know that balance and the hermit is the person who's exploring themselves. Introspection, you know, it's, it's an earth element ruled by um, Mercury. And Mercury is that mix between, you know, you have uh, Taurus, you have the bull, and you also have um, Venus, which is that, that, that introspective mirror. You know, the planet Venus, if you look at the symbol, you look at the Ankh, um, it symbolizes this eternal mirror that we take a glance at ourselves. And we this introspection, this inside, inward uh, looking. And, and we're just saying, you know what? I'm not concerned about everybody's opinion around me. It seemed like when I was in religion and stuff, um, have you noticed this too? Like, I always felt like everybody was looking at me and everybody was, was like judging me, you know, like the elders or, or the pastor or, uh, you know, busybody, Miss Mary, busy pants, you know what I mean? She just like had to get in everybody's business. And, oh, are you praying every day? Oh, did you read your Bible today? You know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, lady, I, I know the Greek and the Hebrew. And, and you know what? <laughs> I could blow you away in that stuff. So, you know, you, you you know, you're reading your Bible just so you could be smarter than everybody else and brag about it. You know, so already your attitude sucks ass. So I'm just but I, I just, you know, I, I got that place where I was being judged like by everybody. And I, I was like, how can we live like this? And so I just took a look at myself one day and I, inside, you know, I became introspective and I looked inside and I didn't like what I was seeing. I I saw this religious person in this major religion going to church all the time, being a pastor and all this stuff. And it just seemed like, I don't know, I was more concerned about everybody else around me than I was myself. And it just was a drag, you know, I just like, I couldn't do this. I had to do something different and magic is it was it 
you know, I was talking with a friend, Naomi, the other day. She's so awesome. And we were just like talking and stuff. And she was part of a major religion. And, and you know, it, it was just so cool that in magic, you don't feel this guilt. You don't feel this manipulation. You know, you notice like I'm not judging you or I'm not like telling you, you got to repent of this and all this stuff. And I'm not like saying, you know, you're a sinner and, and judging you. You're gay. Oh, my God. Ah. You know, like, why do I have to get in everybody else's business? And in magic, you're into your own business. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're the hermit. You're you're introspecting. You're on that road between the lights, and you're concerned about the beauty. To ferret number six, you want to be merciful and judge judging. You want to be. Um, a king and a queen. You want to be the fool and innocent, and naive and wanting to learn, but then you want to be a magus who has control of the four elements and is just, you're growing, you know what I mean? And it's like this thing where I have this awesome, awesome uh, relationship with people that they're not into my business and I'm not into theirs. And if they need help, I give them help. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not an authority. I'm just a hermit carrying a light. You know, I'm just like, uh, I'm I'm the person who, you know, I have a, I've got a lighter, and you know, you need to borrow a lighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's those kind of things. You know, chill, light up a dube and chill. You know, um, and that's what magic is about. You know what I mean? It's this cool stuff to where you're strong you're walking like an emperor and an empress you're walking as a goddess and a god you're walking under those lights which are so freaking great you become a better person and you don't care about like everything else around you you honestly don't you don't judge people you don't like say oh well uh, have you read your bible today you know like oh do you know where you're going if you die where you're going to heaven you know what like i don't know I just don't know. And as I watch the news and stuff, it's so disappointing to see religions be so hateful. And and then it stretches to leadership to where they're all fire and no water. Religion, same way, all fire, burning up everything around them. And there's no compassion. There's no love. There's no mercy. But... Hopefully in this magical life, you've discovered as I have that, you know, it's about the death of my ego. It's about the, the, the life of my thelema, my, my will. It's about my HGA. It's about understanding why the heck I'm here and what it means to graduate. You know, listen to my testimony about suicide and you'll see what I mean by graduate. Graduate is this tarot journey that I'm on. It's it's the school it's the growth it's it's becoming the magnum opus the 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 hexagram and the pentagram it's becoming all the points of light it's becoming the 10 emanations i could go on and on but these are wonderful things you see magic happen in your life as you're in conjunction with the planets and and you feel one with the universe and sometimes you got to go that alone. You know, nobody else is going to be all happy that you're a hermit right now. 
they're not going to be happy that you're strong they're not going to be happy like you're like the hierophant being able to judge between liberty and law they're not going to like the fact that you're taking a journey and some people are going to be envious i'm just going to tell you and they're going to look at you like you know a calf looking at a new gate you know what i mean it's like uh? and they're they're going to look and not understand and that's okay it's okay because the secrets and the mysteries and the discovering of yourself um, is a mystery <laughs> and it's mysterious to those who watch us so don't worry about being in solitude don't let that scare you but just be kind and be gracious and be strong and fire when you need to you know remember you're carrying the wand like the hermit so you can beat off enemies but you can also use it to um you know for protection but you could use it for stability so use the magic use the knowledge that you have the light that you have been given and walk in humbleness and and solitude if you need to do it it's just a normal part of the journey and then believe it or not you go from this hermit to becoming outward and and people see the magic they see it and it becomes undeniable you're able to have that intuition which no one can argue with you 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 get this know-how and this ability and your talents that are deep within you start to rise to the top and you become this awesome person that is in line with the universe and i know that sounds so corny to some of you but i'm telling you i'm telling you it's the truth um and some of the things that you've been told in church and other places is just wrong. It's wrong. You're not following the devil. You're not worshiping uh, demons and this kind of thing. No, they're dead wrong when it when they say that. Um, I used to think it. I was in the church as a minister. I just did what I was told and what I heard. And I can tell you by studying Aleister Crowley's work myself, reading many, many thousands of pages of his work, and then also studying um, so much about the Kabbalah and about Hebrew and about um, numerology and other things than the planets, astrology, astronomy. I'm going to tell you most of the stuff I was told was garbage. It was garbage. Um, it's not as like satanic or evil as you've been told. It is not. Um, now, there is a dark side to magic. Yep. There is also a very white side of magic. Um, and I would challenge you, you know, if you're at that place of a hermit, a hermit takes a look at their past beliefs, introspectively looks inside, and then says, you know, I probably made a mistake when I was with that group. I, I, I was probably wrong. Let me take a look at it. Um, my beliefs were probably wrong. Hmm. How can I change them with the power of the tarot and with the power of magic? Hmm. It's that silence that speaks louder than words. It's that solitude which, which is like a crowd of wisdom, a crowd of wise people who speaks to you. It's the loudest whisper that you shall ever heard. Here is being a hermit on path 20 and i highly recommend it well thanks for joining me on the just a brief overview of the hermit path 20 
Next time, we're going to look at the Fortune, the Wheel of Fortune card. And I'm telling you, Rota, Torah, um, Yudhe Vavhe, um, we're going to look at, there's Typhoon, and there's also um, a little character on the right-hand side who's red, which you're going to be surprised. It's not the devil. Um, <laughs> and, and like a lot of people think, and you're going to see the alchemical symbols. You're going to see all kinds of stuff in the Wheel of Fortune. And, you know, we walk between those wheels. And with magic, we can determine how they are spun and by which direction they go. So be the cause, not the effect, um, or be the cause of the effect. And be the greatest vibration that you can be, my friend. I love you. And until next time, this is Jennifer Sweet. Bye-bye.